Hello. I just decided I'm gonna start it. I'm just gonna go for it because when you're a mom, just doing all this different stuff, not even just a mom, just a busy lady, you just gotta sometimes get the show on the road and it's not always pretty. So I'm currently pumping. Um, and we'll just see how this goes. Anyways, for my new audience, I am Elizabeth, or Liz. Very few people call me Lizzie, but it has happened. I want to talk about all the things. Mostly, I want to start this because things happen to me that I get really annoyed or agitated over. Oh, also my dog is ripping apart a, um, you know, I can't even think, tennis ball right now because that's what he likes to do. And my husband's in a hazmat suit <laughs> spraying our crawl space for mold. And I'm pumping so you might hear all that goody in the back. But I like to talk about Things that happen to me that annoy the shit out of me. Things that infuriate me. Things that I can't believe are happening. Are happening to me. New experiences. Old experiences. I think we're going to get some of all of it. So I want to take my listeners on a journey back to some things that have happened. I mean, by no means am I like, you know, maybe too interesting. Maybe I am. We'll see. Um, a little bit about me, I guess, for this first episode. I was born January of 91. I am a Capricorn, for whatever that means for everybody. I wish I could tell you more about that, or that I believed in that. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that'll turn some of you off, but I'm not sure if I'm a typical Capricorn. I know nothing about it. I just know that's my sign. I (laughs) have never tried to get into it either. Maybe I'm just too overwhelmed by all of it. But anyways, 91, baby, January 2nd of 91. So when the new year starts, the new me sets in as well. Um, You're just, you're hearing stuff. You'll probably hear the dog bark as well. That's fun. But it's all just natural, you know? So January 91, I am adopted. My birth mother had me when she was 15, 16, and was, I should say, I'm also from Michigan, so was born in Grand Rapids, which is the west side of the state, and adopted by um, my lovely parents that live on the east side, and we ended up having an open adoption, so I know them, kind of. So you hear some lovely stories about that experience and 
those relationships, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I went to, well, let's start with just a little more fun, fun stuff. I also have a brother that's younger than me that's adopted. Um, separate, separate stories there. We're not biologically related. I was raised very strict Catholic. My parents are still very, very religious. Um, I say that because I'm not. Um, we'll get into some of that fun stuff. I went to a Christian grade school, which was the most, I hate to say toxic, but like unhealthy, horrible people there (laughs) that maybe I've ever experienced in my life. Um, very bullied in grade school. So we'll talk about that, some of that stuff and how I feel about, you know, now that I have, I do have a child as well that some of that shit will never be happening. I can tell you that to my kids. Um, then I went from there to an all girls Catholic high school, which was actually really great and met some of my best friends there and now my best friend um of I've been saying 15 years for a long time Uh, we met sophomore year of high school I mean I I knew obviously our class was smaller maybe just over a hundred so I had met her earlier on but we didn't become close until maybe my sophomore junior year and I graduated high school in 09. So, yeah, until present day, we've been inseparable. So that's quite the friendship. And she will be on my podcast for sure. You will hear from her. Um, I'm sure she has a lot of <laughs> insights on me to tell everybody about. Some fun stories. Then I went to multiple different colleges trying to get in nursing school. Um, I got accepted to Grand Valley State, which is in the west side of Michigan. Um, that was a crazy experience. A lot of non-denominational Christian kids. I just didn't fit in there great. But the GPA to get in nursing school was like over 4.2 and your girl is smart. But that was really crazy. So that was not an option. So I didn't even apply there. I just transferred to Western Michigan University. Well, Western Michigan University is well known for partying, and that's just what I did (laughs) for a year. I applied to their nursing program twice and actually had a decent GPA for, you know, how hard I was trying. Let's say that. Um, Didn't get in there twice two semesters. I want to say, what is it, fall and spring I applied? Fall and winter? Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) you're going to hear a lot of that because I had a baby in April and my brain is very soggy. It's hard to come up with words that I want to say. I don't know. It's hard to come up with the words. You'll hear what I mean as I talk through my episodes. So, <clears throat> we finally get in. We. Okay. Liz. Um, I get in. 
nursing school, Valparaiso University in Indiana, which doesn't sound wild, but was the most fun. <laughs> um, it's like an international university, so they get students from all over. So I got my first real fix of diversity there, and it was really fun. Uh, I had a roommate from China. There were people from all over the world, Saudi Arabia, classmates um, were from just different parts of the world and loved that. So I did <clears throat> finally graduate from nursing school there. However, that was also quite the fucking journey, let me tell you. Um, I don't know how much nursing school will really... <laughs> My husband just came up in a hazmat suit. So I have to record these at home and sometimes I'm just doing stuff and so you'll hear all about what's going on. Um, that was distracting. How rude. Anyways, so nursing school was a lot. The college experience, jumping around was a lot. And I also took community college classes sometimes in the, you know, the summertime. I would always like pack up my little Honda Civic that my parents had graciously let me use throughout college and brought all my shit home in the summer and had a full-time job every summer. So we'll get into some of that fun stuff. Do what you gotta do, babe. Just do what you gotta do. I'm recording. I'm re I'm recording a podcast episode. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so all that happened. Then we get to uh, post college life, which. I had my own apartment for a while. I d immediately moved out of my parents because that was not a good, fun situation for anybody to be in. We can chat about all these fun times. Um, <clears throat> I met my husband. He is British. His family is British. We will deep dive into that. <laughs> It's very interesting, for sure. All the different dynamics going on between the Americans and the Brits. I have a pit bull. That's controversial. Oh, boy. Um, just the scariest, biggest cuddler ever. But people are really scared. People are really mad sometimes. People are really worried that he's going to eat our daughter. I've heard some crazy ass shit about pet bulls. Um, <laughs> we have been through marriage. Um, what do I want to say? Marriage struggles <laughs> together. As I struggle for the words to say. Marriage struggles. We'll talk about some of that. I've had crazy friendships um, that have ended for good reason. I have new amazing friends. We can talk about friendships ending. Um, 
the family dynamics that happen once you grow up a bit and your parents have to learn that you're an adult. Ooh, that's fun, especially when your parents were very strict, authoritarian. Growing up, I didn't learn great boundaries. I didn't learn great communication. So we're still, you know, going through some of that. And I've seen a therapist for a year since at least 2008. I've had different therapists. So we'll get into that and some of the fun, fun things that I'm saying fun things a lot. It's like apparently the only fucking word I know is fun. So that's what y'all are getting. And I never say y'all. So maybe I'm actually nervous recording this. I don't know. But we'll get into some of that. My therapy stuff. Um, I also had a baby in April of this year. You'll hear me talk about her as well and mom stuff and my pregnancy journey, um, was kind of brutal for me and a lot of people go through different things. So you'll always hear me say, obviously everyone's, um, journey is valid, but this is my podcast, so it's going to be from my perspective and I went through a miscarriage in June of 2020 when everything was like doom and gloom and really scary and after my miscarriage went through I don't know if you would call it infertility but we did end up having to do IUI so I have a little bit of a journey there and I ended up with preeclampsia after all of it. My pregnancy, I just felt awful. So that was, I have some good stories of losing my lunch, etc. from my pregnancy and being fucking miserable. I think I have maybe five photos of myself and two of them I'm smiling. <laughs> um, where I actually look like I'm genuinely happy to be pregnant. Other than that, miserable which was not expected. Um, Preeclampsia. She came a month early, so there was that. Um, I have solely breastfed since her being born, like her birth. You know, it's like half my brain fucking left when I had her too. I pushed her out and there went half of it at least. It's so difficult to come up with the language sometimes to, like, I know what I'm trying to say. It's just hard to come up with the words. So I don't know if that's being super tired or what that is, but we'll get into that. Um, Preeclampsia, no fun, breastfeeding, journey, um, and then, of course, postpartum and joining a mom's group and finding new friends and finding more support I needed and also really shitty things people have said (laughs) through my whole life through college and marriage and pregnancy and postpartum and then also I like to share when weird really annoying things happen to me that was really my idea of starting my podcast. Like, I cannot believe this fucking shit just happened today. (laughs) 
and I think other people would find it funny and relatable and I want to hear from other people if they experience the same things or if I'm just wide-eyed looking around like does anyone else understand like (laughs) how I'm feeling right now so we'll get into all of that um we have also I'm trying to think of other just things we got married in 2017 and since then have lived in I think three houses so we've done the moving thing my husband is an airline pilot so you'll hear stories about that I don't know if I'll ever include the airline particularly there's going to be some things I'm going to try to monitor myself and keep my life kind of private but most things are on the table um yeah and so there's just a lot of fun wacky terrifying shit and also I really hope to someday be able to really um help other people and talk about topics that really matter with people that really know a lot about those topics so maybe some would call that activism that's what I love I love learning so as I hopefully learn and grow with this podcast maybe you'll hear some guests on and other things is what I'm hoping to do with this um I know I kind of skipped this as well, but I am a registered nurse. I did graduate with my bachelor's in science. BSN, Bachelor of Science in Nursing. There you go. With that, my first little rant is, and people who are not nurses, not expected to know this. Your credentials are BSN, RN. When people flip-flop those, okay, in... A Instagram post in an Instagram profile when they say it it annoys the shit out of me the proper way <laughs> and see some of this people are gonna be like oh I don't know like who does she think she is this is what we were told in nursing school okay BSN always comes first BSN comma RN because Your degree can never be taken from you, but your license certainly can. Um, If you do, I don't know. I don't know. I've never done anything to provoke that from happening. But, yes. So that's the proper way to have those credentials. That was a boring start, but we'll get into more, more fun times. See the fun times just keep popping up. Anyways, so I think I'm going to start with, because it's fresh for the moms out there, tell a fresh story today to start. Oh, and another, if, if I come up, if I, if I think of random things that are kind of funny about me that you might hear about I might say that for this introductory episode so I also was like very let's say sad when I was going through this kind of infertility phase or when I thought you know I didn't know if I would ever get pregnant and I got chickens 
we live in the suburbs of Detroit. And when I say suburbs, like we shouldn't have had chickens, like they weren't allowed. (laughs) But some neighbors had chickens and I'm like, these chickens are going to make me so fucking happy. I'm getting the chickens. The chickens have since been rehomed, but we had a fun journey with the chickens. Okay. It was worth it. Sometimes it's worth breaking the rules. You know, when I'm this person, like when I asked city hall or the township about it, I said, what is the worst thing that's, (laughs) what is the worst thing that's going to happen? if we get the chickens and it was like, you know, a $20 fine. I'm like, fuck it. Give me the fines. You know, I really wanted the chickens anyway. So that's a funny story. Um, anyway, but the first story I'm going to get into because it just happened recently, I think will be funny for people that are not moms or parents as well. But it's very fresh. It happened this week. So I am seven months, almost eight months postpartum. I mentioned that I had a miserable pregnancy. When I say miserable, pretty like on the couch, throwing up, nauseous, the whole thing. They say, and when I say they say, I don't know who they is. When we say something like, who are they? Who are we talking about? I don't know. The experts? Maybe not the experts. I don't know. But the general population, (laughs) they say, oh, the first trimester is rough and then you'll be okay. Well, mama waited and it never got better. Okay? So sometimes it's not going to get better. Don't let people bullshit you. Sometimes it's going to be fucking miserable and that's it. So mine was miserable. <laughs> and I didn't eat a whole lot. And when I ate, it was it didn't stay with me. I'd either throw it up or it just felt yucky. Like nothing was ever fun to eat. There's the fun word again. I guess I'm just a fucking fun girl, everybody. I don't know. Um, never stayed with me. So postpartum, once I had my daughter, I actually dropped most of my weight that I gained during pregnancy, which I wasn't putting any pressure on myself or anything. It just happened. Um, and then I decided like, I haven't had Taco Bell in a while. I'm going to have that. I'm going to make a dozen cookies and eat 11 of them, give my husband one. And so I've regained some weight postpartum. And that has been the hardest to like get off. I'm giving you a little bit of context before I give you this (laughs) experience I had this week. That's why we're talking about this. So I've eaten all the goodies. Okay. My absolute favorite thing has been bagels and cream cheese don't don't come at me for how I say bagels that's just how it is chocolate chip toasted plain cream cheese blueberry toasted with strawberry cream cheese highly recommend I've gotten them door dashed I've gone and got them myself with my daughter in the car a lot of work I've forced my husband to go get them for me 
whatever you gotta do, try them. And I get mine from Einstein Bagels, which I don't know if that's anywhere but Michigan, but amazing. Soft, delicious, cream cheese. I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to give them up, but anyway, 10 to 15 pounds later, we're feeling it in our bones. Okay, I'm five foot nine. I've been a lot of different sizes, mostly growing up. We'll just see, I'm going to throw in these little bits and I'm going to say fun pieces about me. I was made fun of and bullied for being too thin. Interesting. Most of grade school. Um, So I've been many sizes throughout my life. Maybe some of that journey will pop in here and there as well. Um, And so this story kind of has to do with my postpartum body. I should say also a big, big, because I'm like, I don't know how I skipped this piece. A big part of who I am as a person is my major depression diagnosis. Um, I didn't get that until later. So even grade school, mostly high school, I was exhausted, not wanting to do things, very low energy, just feeling like giving up. Um, I have never been to the point of suicide, suicidal thoughts really, I have had suicidal ideation. So when I mention that um, in any episode, I definitely will let you know from the beginning. But I have been on good old Zoloft for years and years now, on and off. And I finally have a dose that really works for me. And it's amazing. And there's no shame in that. Um, We'll talk about how I would prefer mental health to be called brain health. And then maybe people would fucking understand a little bit better. Um, We'll get into that later. Anyway, for my fun, happy, it's not fun or happy, but um, my first story. For all the postpartum moms out there, I see you, I feel you. Um, This will be kind of a funny story for anybody, I think. So we have some potholes I would say in our neighborhood it sounds probably worse than it is but still no one wants to drive down their street they're paying good old taxes on and have their tire fall into this pothole right also we were going to go to the library together sometimes it sounds weird but we like quiet and we like silence so we have not checked out we just moved uh, a year and a half ago because I got pregnant right away here we haven't been to our library so my mother-in-law has the baby and we're like okay we'll go to the library I was going to work on things for this podcast but beforehand let's go complain at city hall to whoever we can about our roads right and see what we can do so we're both wearing masks thank goodness because you'll hear why okay but the woman that helped us at the counter was not and we're standing we walk up and I'm asking her you know about who I can get like whose number can I have to call and complain about our fucking roads well 
she's talking with some other people behind her, getting their help, and anyway, turns back. I don't know how I was standing. I don't, my husband was right next to me. She kind of looks down, and my husband, after the fact, was like, I knew she was going to say some shit, (laughs) and I was scared. She looks at me and says, oh, you're pregnant. When are you due? And let me tell you, people, you will get to know me over time. But if glares could kill, I'm sure mine would have. Um... So a lot of things were going through my mind. I'm thinking, like me, big, huge, sweat, like me, you know, um, because I've like <laughs> just been so many different sizes. I didn't even like think, you know, and I definitely have a little belly pooch right now. I have a little bit extra from my daughter and a little bit extra from the cookies and stuff that I was eating and that's okay for me right now, but I just couldn't, she was like, so interested, so we have our masks on, and I'm like, I'm not pregnant, I'm postpartum, she's so beat red at this point, this poor woman helping us, and I was like, thinking in my mind, I didn't even think people really did this, like, I've heard terrifying, embarrassing as fuck stories about this, but I didn't actually think people were stupid enough to do this still to ask people if they were pregnant so she says that and yeah tries to cover it up as people do she's probably in her 50s or 60s and she starts rambling oh well you she's like you just had a baby then huh and I'm still glaring I, I don't even know what my husband was doing I'm sure just fucking internally panicking hoping that I wasn't going to cause a scene with this woman because as you'll hear my husband's always concerned that I'm going to cause a scene (laughs) because he's British and other things but anyway that crazy American so she starts rambling about oh um it's been so long since I've had my children blah 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 trying to cover it up What really would have been great is just taking a pause and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I assumed that. Please forgive me. Never. You're never, it's just, no one's going to be classy. You're never going to get that perfect answer that you want. But to say that I went to the bathroom and welled up some tears, I did not cry. I was surprised, but I went to the bathroom and while I was sitting on the toilet, I put her on blast in my mom's group. So yeah, I felt much better about myself after I told them the story and got my twinkle fingers responses and, oh girl, you're beautiful, oh, all the support from the moms. Um, (laughs) But I think it was a little bit of a, I mean, after the fact, it's funny. I was so embarrassed for the poor lady, which is like, why is that my automatic, you know, reaction? Why do we do that when somebody, (laughs) I don't know, like I felt more for her. Oh, my coffee is cold, hon. Can you microwave it for me? 
This says don't microwave. You'll hear me. I, I reheat my coffee a lot because I talk too much and I don't get it down before before time is up and it's cold again. And then I ask my husband to reheat it for me because I don't want to do it. We'll see if I keep that in the episode or not. Anyways, I name my podcast She Says What She Wants because I do say what I want pretty frequently. I do my best to empathize with people and also (sighs) I have a lot of I don't know, opinions, maybe not opinions is the right, but if something comes up and I have a certain way I feel, you're going to hear about it. So this has been the first episode of She Says What She Wants. Please share me and post in the comments what you think. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day.